welcome, 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 and greetings from Elfie's World. Now, this is the place where we try to bring you a little fun, pique your interest, and maybe, well, you know, maybe even give you an opportunity to learn a thing or two about history. Hey, I'm so glad you decided to join us. Now, today, we are presenting another program from our collection of stories entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. These are true, true stories which have often been excluded from the pantheon of history for whatever reason. My name is Elfie Wolfram, and I hope you enjoy our presentation. And so, without further ado, here is episode number 23 entitled... Kilroy was here. So, kick back, relax, <laughs> and enjoy. Now, typically, we present true stories about people who actually lived. Period. No exceptions. However, here is one exception. This is a true tale which deals with a character that was both real and fictional. It involves undoubtedly the most well-known piece of graffiti ever to occur in the 20th century. Now, if you are over 50, you have undoubtedly heard the phrase, Kilroy was here. If you're under 50, ask your parents. I'm certain they'll tell you about this iconic phrase. But who was this infamous Kilroy? Well, to GIs serving during World War II, Kilroy was the symbol of the super American GI who always got there first. You see, the challenge was to write Kilroy was here in all the most unlikely places. Legend has it, it was scrawled on top of Mount Everest, the Statue of Liberty, the underside of the Arc de Triomphe, and even spelled out in the dust on the moon. In 1945, an outdoor toilet was constructed at the site of the Potsdam Conference. It was for the exclusive use of Roosevelt, Stalin, and Churchill. Now, the first to use it was Joseph Stalin. When he came out, he was reported to have asked his aide, <clears throat> Who is this Kilroy? Kilroy even made it to the South Pacific. When the underwater demolition divers swam ashore on the Japanese-held islands to prepare the beaches for the upcoming landings of U.S. troops, they were certain they were the first G.I.s to arrive. Uh, wrong. Time after time, they reported seeing Kilroy was here scrawled everywhere. Once, they even reported seeing the enemy painting over this logo, which had been placed there before the arrival of the American or Japanese troops. And uh, 
when they didn't find any Kilroy logo, they made sure they left one for others to find. But where and how did this phenomenon begin? Was there a real Kilroy? <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. His name was James J. Kilroy from Halifax, Massachusetts. He worked at the Four River Shipyard, where his job was to check and count all the rivets made on all the new ships. Now, accuracy was important because the riveters were paid by the number of rivets placed. Now, to mark the spot where he ended his count, Kilroy would place an X on the bulkhead. But often, those crafty riveters would erase the X after he had left so that the next checker would count the rivets twice, thus making more money for the riveters. Now, when Kilroy discovered this subterfuge, he scrawled, Kilroy was here, in huge letters next to his X. Often, those troop ships were completed with such haste they would be set out before Kilroy's handicraft could be painted over. Soon, the G.I.s aboard these ships picked up on this mysterious scrawl, and it was spread to the four corners of the earth. The tradition carried on for decades to come, even through the Vietnam War. But how was the original Kilroy finally discovered? Well... Well, Kilroy's story finally came to light in December in the late 1940s. Numerous radio stations were announcing that a wonderful prize would be given to anyone who could prove that they had started the Kilroy Was Here fad. Now, hearing this, James and Margaret Kilroy decided to step forth. <laughs> Having nine children for which to provide Christmas presents, they needed all the help they could get. They brought forth riveters, managers, and supervisors who verified the Kilroy story. The prize, provided by the sponsoring Transit Company of America, was a real, honest-to-goodness, two-ton trolley. Much to the delight of the Kilroy children, it was standing in their yard on Christmas morning. And there, scrawled on the ceiling of that trolley, were the words, Santa was here. <laughs> Amazing, though filled with graffiti, but true. Well, there you have it. Episode number 23, entitled, Kilroy Was Here. It's part of our weekly series entitled, Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Each week, 
we feel privileged to present for your enjoyment and edification a brand new audio story from our collection of amazing but true stories from history. Now, some of these narratives come from our book entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More. As a listener to this program, you are entitled to purchase autographed copies of our original book, Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More, at half the publisher's price of $13.95 or a mere $7 per book. And that includes shipping and handling. Oh, what a deal! Well, for more information, merely go to elfiesworld.com. That's A-L-F-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D, elfiesworld.com, and click on Elfie the Writer for more information. And now, I would like to thank the following for helping to make this program possible. First, Garrett Wolfram, our technical producer and supervisor. The late Irene Wolfram, principal editor and provider of Sage Council. Expert publishing for their help in editing and publishing our book. Lucas Ganza Anna Waltz for the Parlor Guitar Magic Set. Herbert Bolin for his Piano Mood Happy Four. Ninad Simic for Piano Transition. And finally, the thousands of readers who have supported our efforts from the beginning.